Tonight's scripture reading is Mark's account of a portion of what we heard on Sunday, which was John's account of Jesus's feeding the 5,000 and then walking on the water and calming the fears of the disciples. I said on Sunday that I was afraid. I felt this creeping fear off and on for a long time. I'm sure many of you feel the same way. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that the times in which we live have come to where we are now. It seems like there is no end in sight, and it is, frankly, frightening. But today I read an essay by Brother Curtis Almquist of the Society of St. John the Evangelist entitled, Why Not to Be Afraid? I'd like to share some points that he made that made me feel just a little bit better. In Scripture, fear is talked about more often than almost anything else. Brother Curtis describes fear as a dis-ease of the soul. From the Psalms to the prophets, we hear, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear. From Genesis to Gethsemane, We see fear from Adam and Eve when they disobeyed God, from the women at the tomb when they come to anoint Jesus and cannot find his body. And always the response is, do not fear. Fear is a costly emotion stemming from impending danger or pain or evil or confusion or vulnerability or embarrassment. Sometimes the threat is real, sometimes it's only imagined. Either way, it doesn't matter. We still sometimes feel powerless. We can't stop or divert or control what threatens to overwhelm us. Fear of being wrong, fear of being right, fear of failing, fear of success, fear of getting sick, Fear of dying, fear of others, fear of yourself. Jesus doesn't question the disciples about what they are afraid of. He merely asks, why are you afraid? Brother Curtis asks us to consider that by ourselves, we can't manage our deepest fears. He says fear is like a beam of light pointing to that deepest place of need within our hearts. What does our fear expose? Where we are too small? Where we are too powerless? Where we are too needy? That's when we need God and Christ Jesus the most. Jesus promises humankind throughout his time on earth that he will meet us in every experience, even in our fear. He said, remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. That means he is still with us today, right now, because the age hasn't ended yet. Jesus wants to help us with our fear. 
He longs to be invited into our fear so that he can help us. Even at the end of our own age, when we die, Jesus promises us life everlasting. There's an old saying, fear not, trust in God, and God will see that none of the things you fear will happen to you. That's not really the way the God of my understanding works. Scottish philosopher John McMurray rephrased it to say, Fear not. The things you are afraid of are quite likely to happen to you, but they are nothing to be afraid of. Why not? Jesus promises to be with us in all things and for all times. So my commitment going forward is to tell Jesus more about my fears. Trust that he is waiting to hear me and to be present with me, fear and all. Let us pray. Jesus, from this world's stormy seas, give your hand for lifting me. Jesus, lift me from the darkest night. Jesus, lift me into the realm of light. Jesus, lift me from my body's pain. Lift me and keep me sane. Jesus, lift me from the things I dread. Jesus, lift me from the living dead. Jesus, lift me from the place I lie. Jesus, lift me that I never die.